Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before I get to today's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch, I want to say a few words about the recent announcement made by former U.S. Representative Tulsi Gabbard, a former Democrat from Hawaii. Last week, she stunned her party by rejecting them, announcing that she had left the Democrat Party because of their intolerant and extremist ideology, an ideology centered in divisive racism and sexism, and which divides the country on a plethora of issues including economic class and religion. Her indictment was profound and accurate and deserves to be heard by everyone. Here's a summary clip of her statement. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party. It's now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms enshrined in our Constitution, and who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police, who protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I won't say that I agree with everything Gabbard has championed over the years, but I, we, as Americans, the 65% of Americans in the middle of the political spectrum, the non-extremists, have a lot more in common with what people like Gabbard, Rand Paul, James Jordan, Ron Johnson, and many others who put the country before political parties have to say than we have indifference. This is what the framers intended. People operating under a common set of rules dictated by the Constitution to find true compromise in the service of the people. I write at length about the juxtaposition between Gabbard's announcement and the latest propaganda video on January 6th issued by the Democrat Party. Truly, the latter is a pathetic and transparent attempt to keep January 6th in the media crosshairs in the run-up to the November election. Why? Because the extremist, 
far left to the point of falling off the edge of the earth woke fascists who are now in power in the Democrat Party have failed the American people on every issue that's important to us. Instead, pushing divisive ideological garbage and not ready for primetime crony enrichment schemes so as to feed from the government money trough as much as they can before they are shown the door. Please give Has the Day of Reckoning Come for the Fascist Progressives a read over at undergroundusa.com. I think you'll find it illuminating. When we come back, today's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Joining us right now from the frozen tundra, or soon will be, up there in the panhandle of Florida, <laughs> Frank Salvato. What's the, what's the temperature up there this morning? Oh, it's a little cool. It's not Chicago cool, but it's cool. It's so, cool in uh, Chicago, I guarantee you that one. Yeah, yeah but the, the Chicagoans are used to it. Right? People mm-hmm. up in the panhandle are going, what is this? Yeah. Well, what is the temperature, <laughs> you know. do you know? I have no idea. I, I was told it was going to be in the 40s tonight up there, and then tomorrow will be colder. Well, we, I know we've got a freeze to watch. Oh, so okay. it's, going to be, it's probably going to be getting down into the high 30s. Okay. Well, then tomorrow we'll see what happens because that freeze is extending itself. Well, Frank, you aren't going to believe this one, but we know about Mr. Blunder, Mr. Buffooner, Joe Biden, and all the stuff he does, right? Yeah. Well, he was uh, in Portland, Oregon over the weekend where he delivered remarks and in the process forgot the name of the senator that he just introduced some moments before. And he even managed to mangle the delivery of one of the stories he frequently tells about his grandfather. And then he also claimed that the economy was strong as hell while engaging in some creeping and sniffing with a young girl. No, I mean, this is, this is getting to be a, a redundant story. The fact that his dementia is getting worse is notable. People should be taking note of it. If the media was honest in covering him, they would be talking about it rather seriously. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're running interference for him. So that's, that explains the increase in his gaffes. Remember, going all the way back to when he was, when he was brand new in Washington, he's been mm-hmm. a gaff monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about Seven Elevens and Indians and this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. The guy is a walking gaff, but the mangling of names, the forgetting of who he introduced, the forgetting if people are dead or not, those are all signs that his dementia is getting worse. And like I said, an honest media would be taking note of that. Well, now enter into the mix Joe Biden, who happens to be a teacher with a Ph.D., now, you would think that perhaps that might mean she would know better as a speaker to be able to pronounce words and especially 
words that are uh, single-letter words, okay? So she gets out there, and her mission was to describe the LGBTQ movement. She completely butchered it, couldn't get it right, even though she was reading from a prepared speech. She started out by saying LBGT, then she tried again, said LBGDQ, then she said something that was just not understandable, and then she just said, well, whatever, and went on. Yeah, the doctor. And she'll be the first one to tell you she's a doctor, by the way. Of education. No, she's a doctor. She's Dr. Jill Biden. You can't Mm -hmm. can't just call her the first lady. That's beneath her. Mm -hmm. It's not dementia here. It's the fact that she doesn't give a damn. Mm Mm-hmm. She doesn't care. These people, when it comes to benevolence, are absolute frauds. They couldn't care less about who they're talking to. As a matter of fact, I believe they find it to be an annoyance. They have to go out and talk to the commoners. Yep. So I'm not surprised that she butchered this. She's not doing anybody any favors by going out and being on the campaign trail. Neither is he. You know, I heard that he was going to be showing up for Charlie Crist. Right. Chris is going to be begging him not to. He's going to be here the whole first week, most of it, of November. I, why would you want this guy coming and campaigning for you? I, like I said, I'd be begging him not to. You don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. You know, it, it, it's something that could sink your campaign. So, hey, Chris, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. All right, hold that thought, Frank. We're going to break, and uh, when we come back from break, folks, more with... Frank Savato, and if you want to give us a call, the number is 877-969-8600. I'll be right back. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to a fellow brother of the badge, Matt Bruce, on the Captain's America Third Watch. Levi's became iconic by making tough pants. Now they're notorious for pushing progressive politics, opposing the Second Amendment, attacking popular voter ID laws, and Levi's screws their workers, furloughing thousands while rewarding rich shareholders. A top female executive unable to speak freely. Rather than leaving China, CEO Chip Berg makes excuses. An American icon washed away by woke politics. Levi's, serve your customers, not woke politicians. This message was paid for by Consumers Research, a 501c3 educational advocacy group. To learn more, log on to consumersresearch.org. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. You betcha, and welcome back, everybody, to the Captain's America Third Watch, Monday morning edition. I'm talking to Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website, and we'll be back with him in a minute after I tell you that this portion of the program is brought to you by Moss Family Automotive, and in particular, Moss Nissan. Back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. We got a caller who's been waiting patiently. From Colorado, we're going to go to her first. Okay, Colorado, hello. Hello there, Captain Frank. Well, you know, Frank, uh, no, let Joe Biden campaign in Florida. Yep. I mean, Charlie Chris is not going to win anyway. 
So let let the let, uh, let the dark side broken down dumb donkey of a so-called president campaign uh, uh, with uh, with one of his means, a means of morons. The guy's a moron. I mean, this, and, I mean, Joe Biden's a career politician. He's been in there as long as I've been breathing on planet. Forty-eight Earth. years. Yeah, oh yeah, and then you got Chris. I mean, a, a Democrat, Republican, I guess, independent. I mean, I mean, hell, he could be uh, LGBTQ, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, so he, it's so ridiculous with him. So I mean, uh, let Joe do what Joe does best. I mean, even Obama said Joe knows how to f it up, <laughs> and Obama yeah. is absolutely right. I mean, this is this is this is his disaster, and 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 unfortunately. Uh, the, the folks that didn't vote for him, because I know I didn't vote for the idiot, um, I, I have to ride out this this disaster until 2024, until he's out of there and good riddance. And uh, another thing, that I, uh, people were here in Colorado, I, uh, there was a talk show host in Colorado, uh, here talking about that, you know, if uh, DeSantis uh, may run against, may run for the Republican nominees. I hope he doesn't. Uh, the taxpayers in Florida definitely are going to rehire him. Uh, as governor of yep. Colorado, that's going to happen. But I hope he doesn't run. Uh, he'll get his. I, I hope he sits back, chill. He'll get his turn at bat when Trump is finishing uh, blowing up the Death Star again. But yep. anyway, Cap Frank, have a good morning. Have a good night. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Aaron. You take care. Okay, how do you like that? I love it. Yep. <laughs> I like everything that you she's said. one of our. She's one of our uh, favorite callers. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the part about DeSantis taking his time. Yeah. Uh-huh. You don't you don't want to have good people going head to head with with Donald Trump in a primary if he decides to run, and I hope he doesn't. You don't want to have this infighting because if the campaign goes like it did last time in the primaries, it, it's a slaughterhouse. Little Marco, and you're doing your yeah, you're, <laughs> you're doing your homework for the opposition when you destroy people in your own party. Mm-hmm. That's why Reagan Reagan followed what they call the Eleventh Commandment. That's right. Which was you don't talk ill of other Republicans in public. You just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Trump destroyed that last time. Mm-hmm. We need to have our bench be deep this time around for next time because it's going to take a good twelve. The 16 years to write what these people have done in the four in the eight years of Obama and what will be the four years of Biden. Well, it's going to take that long to set the country straight. So we need the deep bench. We can't be eating our own. Well, yesterday, Chris Christie and Donna Brazil went at it on the ABC This Week program. They were on the panel. And when Christie finally did get a chance to talk, because obviously the Democrats take up most of the time, he said, and I quote, there are lots of people inside the White House who now have convenient memories about things that didn't have memories about them before. But the Trump team Republicans weren't given that option because that's not allowed and they can't challenge the narrative. You're not going to be allowed to know that Trump spoke without acting peacefully and patriotically at his rally before the riot because you're not allowed to question why Democrats didn't conduct this like a normal hearing. Talking about the January 6th committee. Now it gets better. Want to hear this? Sure. Insurrection. Quote, Trump is guilty of pushing an insurrection on the American people. That's what they're trying to push right now. That's what Nancy Pelosi is steering the ship towards. And that's where they're headed. But yesterday, 
you heard someone talking about the credibility of Donald Trump and the credibility of the Republicans and the argument that was that was taking place and all of that sort of jibber jabber. And guess who that was? Donna Brizel. Yeah, this is this is the woman who who actively manufactured and cheated when it came to the debate. So that's and got know, caught and take, got caught. Yeah, you have to take her with a grain of salt. You also have to take the network that she's on with a grain of salt for even allowing her to appear. ABC. You, you know, you don't get to say, okay, I guess you caught me cheating, and now let me be an expert with credibility now. Mm-hmm. So, in the old days, they used to wipe you off the sheets. You'd, there'd be a line put through your name, and you'd never be called again. Yep. You'd be nationally embarrassed, and you'd go away. Yep. But, you know, you can't have that when you're a high-ranking Democrat. You've got to be promoted when you get caught doing something corrupt. Mm-hmm. That just seems to be the way it happens for them. I did like, I did chuckle at the idea that there was a memory problem at the White House because your damn street is a memory problem at the White House. The president doesn't have one. Right. But that wasn't said during the interview either because whoever would have said that would have never been back on ABC again. Well, here's the bottom line. The Democrats thought they could use January 6th to smear Republicans, starting with Donald Trump and all the rest of them that jumped on board to contest their findings, which is going to be that Uh, Trump is guilty of an insurrection. That's the direction it's headed. That's what they're going to do. And we'll see where that goes. Now, people know, people know this is a biased show. It's backfiring on them because voters don't think they care about anything else, including the issues that are most important to Americans. You don't hear them talking about, oh, gosh, the economy. You don't hear them talking about uh, anything related to, oh, I don't know, immigration. Do you? Well, no. That's because they have nothing to run on. It would be stupid to talk about it. The economy is in the tank. The border is wide open. People are complaining about it, especially Republicans. They need to steer the spotlight in the media away from their failures into something they think is, is something they can capitalize on in November and then in 2024. Yep. The, the thing that they're forgetting here is that because we have instant media today, the overwhelming majority of the American people understand that President Trump offered National Guard to Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of, of Washington, D.C. prior to January 6th. Yep. And those two turned him down. Yes, they did. So when you see this new video that they popped out there about, oh, we, we have to keep it back in the headlines. So let's let's splice together some things to make it look just incredibly horrible and and put it out there say never before seen video of January sixth. Mm-hmm. It would have all been avoided if they would have accepted President Trump's offer of the National Guard around the Capitol building for the Electoral College. And then there's you know, the the little movie that was made with Nancy in it by her daughter, who just happened to be there the day of January sixth. Yeah, the one in which she wants to punch the president in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's very tolerant, isn't it, Nancy? That's nonviolent, right? Yeah. She's so up in arms about about violence that took place on that day and, and violence in our community. Obviously, now that she's flip-flopped up defund the police, we have to be about a law and order type of thing. Mm-hmm. Can Unless you, she wants to punch the president in the mouth. Can you stick around for another segment? You bet. All right. Hold on there. Okay, Frank, I'll be right back with me. And if you want to call the show, it's 877 877- 
969-8600. I see somebody tried to call a couple times. 9877-969-8600. Be right back. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Like a good neighbor? More like a creepy neighbor. State Farm is asking hundreds of insurance agents to volunteer for a unique project. The goal? Get agents to purchase books about gender fluidity that are specifically written for kindergartners and then donate them to classrooms, community centers, and libraries. Big, woke corporations like State Farm recruiting agents to talk to kindergartners about gender fluidity and transgenderism? That's creepy. Visit likeacreepyneighbor.com to get the facts and take action. Paid for by Consumers Research. Okay, back to Frank Salvato from the UndergroundUSA.com uh, website. And uh, you also have a podcast over there, right? You bet I do. And you also do a lot of writing of articles, right? Yeah, that's where where I got my start uh, all those 20-some blah, blah, blah years ago. Scribbling uh, in the writing. dark. Scribbling in the dark. Yeah. yeah. For a lot, of the, uh, the, the lot of, a lot of the national political places that were around back then. But uh, the, the idea that we can have a, a podcast and a, and a Substack and, and connect one on one with people is a is a benefit this, these days when people are getting censored left and right. So mm-hmm. that's why I moved over to Substack and went with the podcast land and and been with you for over twenty years. Yep. So. Now I want to talk about from firefighter to firefighter about a little something here, and I talked to this. I talked a little bit about this with Denise last hour, but. She couldn't get into quite what you and I are about to. Florida Chief Financial Officer of the State Fire Marshal, Jimmy Patronis, who's running for re-election, recently sent a letter to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration requesting information on the fire risk created by salt water mixing with batteries of electric vehicles. Now, we've seen, we've seen a rash of vehicles catching fire in the hurricane um in zone because they did in fact get submerged in water or certainly above the battery cell which allowed the right. uh salt water to get in and that started the reaction and away you go but we now believe and the people that believe this happen to be some folks that live up on the east coast the outer banks of uh, the carolinas north carolina and southeast virginia they believe that just having a car in the saltwater element, that their batteries are now starting to show signs of corrosion, and they've had one of their cars up there catch fire that never sat in the water. Yeah, this is one of those moments in time when you have proof positive that things weren't thought through before they before people ran with it. There are going to be more things we find out about electric vehicles that weren't thought through that are design flaws. And it's going to come at the cost of a lot of people investing in something that are going to turn out not to be all that fantastic to have. You know, you can't put electrical fire out with water unless you're drowning it. Right. Or using or using powder or using AFFF and, yep. and just disrupting that fire triangle. Yeah. And an electrical fire presents a different challenge than everything else. You can't. It's not like a regular car fire. Nope. When you're looking at places that have salt saltwater air and, or are prone to flooding, which is not just the coastal areas, electric cars present a danger. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not for 
you know, moving forward and trying to, to use renewable energy and, and be more efficient and, and more uh, kind to our environment, as it were, if you want to make that argument. But I'm not for stampeding towards technology that's not ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. And before, it just used to be, boy, that's kind of stupid. This is kind of dangerous, yeah. not only for the firefighter who has to go and fight that fire, but for the people who own them. Yep. You know, imagine one of these things, the salt air getting to it, your battery and have it go corrosive to the point where it starts a fire, but it's parked in your in your garage yep. in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're endangering your family. So, I mean, this is something that needs to be addressed, looked into, and then, you know what? We put caution labels on just about everything else. They should have to put caution labels on electric cars that says it's a fire source. Well, now I'm going to turn the tables and go back on the fire departments and the procurement officers and the fire chiefs yeah. and the truck committees that are actually even contemplating going with an electric engine. Uh, you got to be out of your mind. Yeah, you need your head examined if you're if you're specking out an electric engine, uh, especially especially if you're in an area where, where there's salt water or you're prone to flooding. You know, these, these vehicles are not cheap. A, a, a gasoline or a diesel-powered engine is not cheap. Nope. The electric engines are even more expensive. I mean, you're talking sometimes a couple million dollars. Yep. And you're, and you're specking out an electric engine that's going to be around water all the time? Yeah. What part of don't do that? Do you not get? And I'm seeing, I'm seeing departments spec these things out. Yeah. You know, if I'm E1 or or, or I, I'm I'm not manufacturing these things, but hey, you get money from the federal government. You know, pretty soon you're you're making these things because the government wants you to push them. Mm-hmm. We the fire service people cannot be in the business of just being opportunistic. We've got to make solid, dependable, safe equipment to use so that we can provide safety for the public. So let's let's not go stampeding down this electric apparatus thing just yet until it's perfected. Right. If you're an equipment officer and you're specking out an engine that's electric, please, for the love of God, think it through. Mm-hmm. Think about your guys and your girls. Think it through. Yep. I totally... Absolutely, 100% agree with you. Having been on a number of engines and a number of ladders and a number of sticks where water has been everywhere all over that vehicle because of the nature of the beast up in the air trying yeah. to put a fire out. It's the business. Yep. We work with water. Yep. Mm-hmm. And electricity and water don't mix. Uh-uh. You know, and I didn't mean to pick on E1. I know they're, they're a one of the major players out of Ocala. Yep. This is across the board. It's every every company that makes fire engines. And they make Let's good ambulances. For the, yeah, they make, they make solid equipment. Mm-hmm. I worked on E1s, and I loved them. Yep. But the, we can't go stampeding down the populist thing here. We've got to stay with tried-and-true things that deliver performance when performance is called upon. And right now, electric vehicles, the fire service, they have to be considered experimental. They just yep. have to. Yeah, you're 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 right. You're right. Now, um, let's see what time is here. Okay, I'm going to close with this. You got a minute left here. You know, one of the reasons Donald Trump was uh, so successful to begin with 
because he was an unknown factor, correct? Oh, correct. Yeah, he was an outsider. Very little history on where he stood and how he was going to react in a given situation. And Trump, Trump took full advantage of that situation. As a result, the many times when he spoke, especially about foreign affairs, it was robust and also booming. And it drove Democrats and our enemies crazy because Democrats know little of the politics of strength. That's an understatement. They, they're a, a party of capitulation. That's right. Um, or, they ha- or they have been up until this point. This president, this administration is doing a devil's dance with, with getting into a global conflict based on Ukraine and Eastern Europe. And uh, very smart people are starting to get very concerned about how loose these lips are and how, and how casual the language is about, about fighting this at all costs. When you've got someone like Vladimir Putin saber-rattling nuclear, strategic and tactical nuclear employment, you've got to take it seriously. You bet. So, Well, I will talk to you, my friend, on Friday to be continued. Say hello, my friend. All righty. That's uh, Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, UndergroundUSA.com. I'll be right back. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. Be sure to rate our podcast, give it five stars if it's a star system, or leave a comment if your platform allows you to. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack over at undergroundusa.com. If you have a comment, go ahead and email us at contact at undergroundusa.com. My name is Frank Salvato. You are listening to undergroundusa.com, and we'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. One thing Frank always reminds me to mention is that my books and my podcasts are not limited to my region of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. I'm a master herbalist with a working knowledge of hundreds of herbs that are available all around you no matter where you live and keep your family in optimal health. I'm now offering a free newsletter through Substack. Please find me on Substack at Judson Carroll Master Herbalist or JudsonCarroll.com. And I look forward to communicating with you in the future. Thanks.